0: because if you don't know your purpose and you haven't really dialed in what that means, then you run the risk of creating a business that is out of alignment with your purpose. Welcome to Purposeful Podcasting. I'm Wendy. And I'm Crystal. This podcast is meant to share how we and other entrepreneurs bring together purpose and passion to leverage profit in our businesses.
1: We are shining a light on adventure-loving, purpose-driven, action-minded, authentic, and rebellious entrepreneurs, just like us. So join us as we talk about business and life and everything in between. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to, drumroll please, season four of the Purposeful Podcasting podcast, and we are oh, wow. Serendipitous Rebel. <laughs> oh, wow. Can you tell we haven't been in front of a mic for a little bit too long? Anyway, hi, I'm Wendy, and I'm here with Crystal, and today we're going to talk about a subject that we seem to spend a lot of time talking about.
0: Why be in business? Yeah. Wow. That's such a
1: loaded question, isn't it?
0: It's super loaded. But I think what's interesting about that question is that it comes up with our clients over and over and over again. And it seems to be the last question they ask. In reality, it needs to be the first.
1: Yes. It's interesting because I think people have certain objectives or certain desires and it's like oh my gosh starting a business that sounds Fabulous. That's great. I think they throw in the usual. It gives you flexibility. It gives you opportunity to for freedom to make whatever the mo- amount of money you want to make. Yeah. But I'm not sure that when you start, I'm not sure people always ask the right questions. What says you?
0: <laughs> Here at Robo, we believe that the first thing you need to do is dig into your purpose. Mm-hmm. Okay? It's why our podcast is called Purposeful Podcasting. Mm-hmm. It's why our programs all start with purpose, purposeful <laughs> pivoting, purposeful podcasting boot camp. You see the theme here, yes. right? Yes. Because if you don't know your purpose and you haven't really dialed in what that means, then you run the risk of creating a business that is out of alignment with your purpose. And I'm saying that coming from personal experience because I did that. I think we've both done that in mm-hmm. a little bit of a way. Yes. I think it's a super common mistake that entrepreneurs make. Mm-hmm. And it really comes out of, like you just said, not asking the right questions and not asking them at the right time, which is yeah. right in the beginning. Yeah. So I guess yeah. to start out, how would you define purpose? You read
1: my mind, don't you? I know. I know.
0: It's like we've been working together a really long time.
1: Yes, exactly. I'll give you what I would say is sort of a a clinical definition by a gentleman from a professor, a doctor from the University of Michigan, who does a lot of research and uh, studies on purpose. And that is your purpose is your central self-organizing life aim. Oh, my God. What the heck does that mean? Really, ultimately, what it means is what matters most to you? (laughs) What matters most? And the beauty of that is what matters most when you're 18, in all likelihood, will change at 30, will change at 45, will change at 60, or in even smaller increments than that. What mattered most in March of 2020 is very different what matters in June of 2023. It's really, I think, the need to dig really deep into that. When you look at that, you're really reflecting on what are your values and strengths. And it's also when you look at your purpose, who's in your world? Mm -hmm. And what are you passionate about? Mm -hmm. And when you throw in the element of work, and what do you want to do? It's also the concept of combining all of those things. With what can you make money?
0: (laughs) And specifically, a profit.
1: Yes. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yes. I mean, I joke around if I could make money as a fantasy football owner and make a career out of my love for football, I would have possibly figured out how to do it. But instead, I'm part of Serendipitous Rebel, which allows me the time and the opportunity. To spend Sundays on the couch in front of the television, I laugh about that. But it's it's also what I find so interesting is, and again, this gentleman from the University of Michigan talked about putting things in domains. I've seen it in a bunch of different ways. If you look at your tree, uh, your wheel of life, you have different categories, and this is super related to that. That you do, you have different domains. And you're actually assigning sort of a purpose to that. What is your purpose that's personal? What is related to family or community or however you want to carve up by? I think starting with that, wow, that was a really long answer to a super short question for which I am truly sorry.
0: (laughs) No, don't apologize for it. And here's why. It is that complicated. I think people think that purpose is something that's very easy or easily defined. And it's not. And I love the part that you said that it changes Mm -hmm. over time. Yes. I think that if you're not factoring in your purpose with your work, especially as an entrepreneur, I think it is one thing to show up as an employee, collect your paycheck, and go home. It's easier to compartmentalize those lives. Mm -hmm. But when you're an entrepreneur, the personal bleeds into the professional a lot easier, I find. Mm -hmm. And it's harder to compartmentalize those things, especially because so many of us get into entrepreneurship because of something that's happened in our personal lives.
1: Mm -hmm. Yes. And that's super, that is unbelievably true. I mean, I, well, think I had the itch because my father was a businessman. So I've always thought I've had the itch and I had a side hustle But until I lost my job, I don't know that I would have thrown my hat in this ring or you went overseas. One of the things that I also think that most people, when they think about all of this, there's certain things that they, I'm not sure is really understood, like, okay, you want me to say that I want to be a great mom Mm -hmm. And I want to be a great wife and all of these different things. I want to be a successful entrepreneur. The thing that is, you have to dig a little deeper. Then it's not just one thing. It's digging deeper into it Mm -hmm. and then figuring out how you can make that into an actionable step. It is not easy work. We've actually now gone through the process, I think twice since Mm -hmm. Serendipitous Rebel was born
0: a little over a year ago at least because I think we're trying to be very intentional about designing a business and implementing and creating a business model Mm -hmm. that supports our purposes and our priorities at the time because I do believe you can only have one priority Mm -hmm. I believe you can have one focus if you want to be successful and I think you Mm -hmm. brought up a good point I think a lot of us have ambitions of really wanting to do it all I want to be this excellent mom and i want to be this have this amazing family and i mm-hmm. also want to have a seven figure business i'm just throwing numbers out there sure. right and there's a lot of pressure to have all of those kinds of goals but the reality of it is we all are have limited number of hours in the day and so mm-hmm. you're almost having to choose which one do you want to prioritize that's okay. not to say that there's a wrong answer there no and there is that, that there's a season and a time for all of those things exactly but i think what i have learned anyway and i guess i don't want to speak for you but what i have learned is that i am my most stressed when i'm trying to not only be a killer business owner but when i'm trying to be the world's best mom the two things end up going out of alignment because i need to take time away from one thing to make the other thing work what i really have to start thinking about is okay what's the purpose and what's the main priority at the time And learning to trade off maybe in this season of my life, Mm. we are trading resources or income for time.
1: I really believe, and and it's true, you can only have, priority is really a singular, it's it's one thing at a time, Mm. but that doesn't mean that you can't change what's the priority at a at a given time and that's why i love whether it's the pomodoro method and chunking time or really mm-hmm. leaning into a calendar i mean those are actually tools that i think help but it's very true i mean you can carve out say 4 hours a day and this is your work time but you know if that phone rings and it's school and you have to go pick up your child your priority is going to shift Mm-hmm. And I think it's realizing you can't feel bad about it. You have right. to have a business that rolls with that punch. If your husband says, I want to go to my reunion and we're taking a week off. What are you going to say? We're going, let's yeah. pack up the car.
0: <laughs> As I did last week, apparently.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that is the thing. Now, we are very fortunate. I don't think we speak enough about having a partnership. Not only just collaboration, it's the support and all the things that come with that, that. If one person disappears for a week, hey, the week before, I was on a cruise in Greece. I was mm-hmm. pretty out of it.
0: <laughs> As you should be.
1: There is something beautiful about working in a partnership. But for those who don't have that, it is really being able to set your foundation that says, This is my priority at any given time. Mm -hmm. So if you're able to chunk hours, but realize that there's overarching, you know, I think that we are both in the stage of our lives where family comes
0: first. No questions asked.
1: If something Mm -hmm. happens
0: with your kids that's what you've got to go take care of if something happens with my kids I pivot very quickly away from serendipitous rebel onto that we see it in our coaching business again we tell our clients you almost have two choices especially in the early stages of business and we're talking about I would say the first five years of your business as you're scaling and you're setting these things up you have limited resources okay there's time there's expenses And generally speaking, in those first few years, you don't have a ton of income, depending on the offer, depending on your business model, and depending on what you're trying to scale at any given time. But ultimately, when we're trying to decide as we are building these businesses, and this is why we always ask that question, why are you doing this? There tends to be a lot of guilt or a lot of stress or a lot of strain because they either have limited time or limited resources to get things done. And I think that's the question about setting realistic expectations about how long is this going to take to to take off? What's your runway? What are your expectations out of this? Why are you doing this? And Mm -hmm. if the reason that you're doing this business is to sustain 100% financially sustain your family and sustain your lifestyle, well, then your focuses and your priorities are gonna be different than somebody who's just looking to do this Maybe for fun, maybe get a little bit of income, a little bit of a size to hustle, or wanting to scale it along the way. And so asking yourself those questions of what is your purpose with this? What is the priority? What is the end goal? really helps ask those questions of are you creating a business that is in alignment with that? Because if your purpose is family, And again, different strokes for different folks, but Wendy and I are pretty adamant. The focus is family. The priority is family. That is the purpose. Working 60 hour weeks would be completely out of alignment (laughs) with what we are trying to do. And she's laughing at me because she knows there's no way on God's green earth we would work that much. No, no. So knowing that realistically, we trade resources Mm -hmm. for time. That's right. We give up income in our business to Mm -hmm. hire more support and more help Mm -hmm. and put things in place foundationally. So we have that time. If we wanted to make more money, it would mean one, freeing up time and resources to take on more clients and freeing up more time and resources to maybe DIY more things in our business. And I think when we look at that hard question, I mean, she's like sticking her tongue out at me and giving me that, <laughs> that sounds terrible yeah. look because yeah. it absolutely 100% would because we would know that is a business that is out of alignment with our what our purpose and our priority is.
1: Purpose just doesn't seem very important. But one of the most important parts of this is that whenever you come up with, like a difficult or uncertain time, it gives you something to lean on. And I have to say it alleviates guilt. I have blocked off Monday through Friday, pretty much, well, no, except for Tuesday mornings. I have blocked off from pretty much 7 a.m. to noon where I'm doing some level of exercising. Mm -hmm. That is a priority for me. That is now melded into my purpose. I don't feel guilty about that. Because I lean into it and realize that it's super important. I don't think, and I don't mean to speak for you, Crystal, but when your daughter had surgery and those were very difficult in certain times, I sure as heck hope you didn't feel a second of, oh, you know, I'm missing work, (laughs) you know? Whoa,
0: wait a second. Oh Well, and actually, you know what? For a second there, I did. But it took putting things into perspective and really saying out loud, what is my purpose? And Mm -hmm. reminding myself that I'm focusing on the right thing Mm -hmm. right
1: now. Exactly. And that
0: does alleviate my guilt. And I think when you're in a partnership and you're Mm -hmm. having these open conversations, it also gives you the ability to manage expectations. I know exactly what to expect out of you, And you know exactly what to expect Mm -hmm. out of me Mm -hmm. because we are very open and honest about our schedules and what the focus and what the priority is this week. And we both know that when certain things come up, no questions asked, the priority and the focus is going to shift. The reason we keep having this conversation is it comes up with a lot of clients is that they still carry a lot of that guilt, I think. Because I think a lot of it, the definition of like success in America generally says if I just work harder, I would make more money. Right. And in entrepreneurship, that formula does not always work because there are so many extenuating factors that have to be brought into the conversation like mm-hmm. pricing offer time management resources <laughs> all of those other things you know that none of us really, believe that's like not fun to talk about but if you're not asking those big questions you know what i told somebody recently is i said i can give you almost any business model and any formula on the planet to make a million dollars okay mm-hmm. there's a ton out there there's like you know more than one way To skin a cat right sure but if you're telling me that your purpose is to be there for your family and if you're telling me that what i really want is to work part-time because i have small kids at home you know in my case i have a special needs child that has needs a lot of medical care needs a lot of my attention giving you a formula to build a rocket to the moon is not going to get you to where you want to go. What it is going to do is lead to a ton of burnout, a ton of dissatisfaction and a lot of
1: unhappiness at home
0: and a lot of unhappiness at home because I'm pulling way too much focus from there to work here. And the reality of that is too. And my husband and I had this conversation when we were driving last week, it leads to mismanaged expectations of, okay, You're an entrepreneur, you're working from home. How much money are you going to make? And I think there needs to be some realistic conversations in your own household about that Mm -hmm. with your spouse and realizing that in this season, we're not going to rely on my income necessarily to be the primary breadwinner in my house. And we're really fortunate that we don't have to do that. But I know that my priority and my purpose and my focus right now are my two small children. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And then That's I sustain cool. this thing on the side fills other purposes of mine of self-actualization. It's a hell of a lot of fun for me. It does bring a little bit of money in. I get to work with my closest friends. There's a lot of things that this fulfills. Yeah. No you. one sees
1: me pointing at myself.
0: <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah, you.
1: What I, and I don't mean to, I'm, I feel like I'm jumping in. Sorry. You jump in. One of the things I think is so fantastic about this is we've been able to look at our different domains, you know, the mm-hmm. different. Wheels or circles or whatever our, of our lives, and figuring out where it fits and it changes in size. The family is the big bubble, and then for me, I lump family into like loved ones. So mm-hmm. all the people are, who are my my little square. And now I'm pointing at me. <laughs> right, exactly. Those are the, That's a priority for me, and you know my love of learning and all those things. They all come into perfect play. The fact that we are able to hire someone who handles our uh, bookkeeping and someone handles our accounting stuff and someone handles our, you know, our social media. I am more than happy to also increase the ecosystem of our world and try to, you know, incorporating other people into our world. If it doesn't bring more income in, that's our choice. Mm -hmm. And I love the fact that we have made conscious choices of how we want to run a business that works for us. I love it. I just jotted down a couple notes for some upcoming podcast episodes, because I'd really love to dig into what's the difference between a hobbyist and a pro. What are some of these different business models? Actually, we've seen most of them. We've experienced a ton of them. It's also really interesting from a strategic perspective what works best? And it doesn't necessarily, it's not one size fits all. For a lot of people, it's okay, we talk about what matters most. Okay, how exactly do you turn that into actionable items? I think we might have started outlining season four.
0: Woo! A preview of what's to come, ladies. Um, woohoo! sorry. (laughs) So I guess I would really like to know from our listeners and I would like you to comment on our social media, send us DMs, fill out the form on our website, whichever you'd like to do, wherever you're most comfortable Mm -hmm. and wherever you're living and tell us why are you in business? What is your primary purpose and how does the business support That purpose. And if you're feeling out of alignment in your business, or you're feeling like, I think when you're out of alignment, you feel those gut feelings of of like resentment or unhappiness or procrastination in your business. And I think Mm -hmm. those are all like internal signs that say, hey, this is not working for me. And so maybe you're in a business model that's not fulfilling your purpose. And what can you do about that? So these are all different things that we're going to dig into more in season four of purposeful podcasting, but on another note, guys, we are so thrilled to be back We've all week about recording these episodes and digging more into these things. And I know we've got just a lot more to come. So we're glad Yay! that you're with us because <laughs> this podcast definitely fulfills a big purpose for Wendy and I.
1: Yes. And on that note, we'll see you again next Thanks. week. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe and leave
0: us a rating, but only if you liked it. Otherwise, just keep it to yourself. You can learn more about purposeful podcasting on our website at serendipitousrebel.com. And if you have topics you'd like to hear about, be sure to submit them on our website or DM us on social media.